0: Hi! Long time no see home girl. Long time no um, talk. I mean we do talk, but long time no no, FaceTime. No FaceTime. Yeah. No FaceTime. What the hell are we doing today? Um Man I feel like a newbie. I feel like a newbie. I feel like like...
1: (laughs) baby. It's been
0: well, first of all, um If you guys can hear the ambiance. Let's just be quiet for five seconds. Yeah. And done. (laughs) So um, if you hear just the serenade in the back, um, we're here on a Sunday morning, fluid coffee, downtown Valparaiso. And there's some motherfucker in here, uh, mm-hmm. kind of
1: looking like Jesus, just <laughs> serenading us on a keyboard. Mm-hmm. I walked in and I was like, I didn't remember last time that we were here that they had music they playing. They did over. not. I was like, oh, well, that's new. And I could hear it from outside. I was like, like yeah. they're really blasting am I, it today. Am I
0: interrupting a wedding?
1: <laughs> I walk in and there's this, I immediately almost bombard a cute little old man. Yes. And his wife. And then I look to my right and there's Jesus on the piano. Look to the right and I see the Hollywood sign. (laughs) This is all so crazy. (laughs) You know. Everybody's looking so famous. Like Jesus. (laughs) I imagine your brain is something very similar to that Spongebob episode. Of him like filing away things and finding random things inside (laughs) of his brain. You know what that makes me think of. Everything
0: gets on fire. You know what that makes me think of? Mm -hmm. The um Etsy seller who who is selling Patrick Star (laughs) dildos on Etsy. Um Look that one up at your, your, your own, uh... Discretion. D- discretion. It's honestly... And he has a su- that surprise look on his face. Yeah. Like, ah, mm-hmm. ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> Poop. <laughs> no matter where you're putting it. Yeah. Are you putting... He's Patrick's shocked, no matter what. <laughs> Are you putting Patrick Starr up your ass today? <laughs> if you're not, you're doing it wrong. and You're losing it, <laughs> uh, Oh, yeah. man. a lot has happened since we have recorded. Yeah. Um... I had COVID. You had some unnameable disease.
1: I had like COVID's <laughs> cousin. Yeah. Um, shout out to my almost seven-year-old niece um, for spreading her child germs everywhere. Dude, uh, yeah. My parents got sick with COVID. Don't forget. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna yeah, bring it up to our so wedding. Doesn't forget, yeah. yeah. And it happens every single time. Every single oh, time I get a sinus infection, I get a cough, I get something. Kids are so disgusting. They are. Mm-hmm. They're so disgusting. Um, I've been. I was sick for two weeks. Um, fought with my doctor because I. I really hate when doctors, don't. Listen. Yeah. I understand that there are pro- there's a protocol that doctors have to do. Yeah. I get that. But when I tell you from the jump that, A, I'm a very intelligent woman, B, the way that I've been raised is that um, I fix things on my own. I will self-medicate before <laughs> anything um, because we didn't have money to go to the doctor every yeah. week if something was wrong, unless yeah. you were dying or bleeding internally. Yeah. Um, and... So, I know my body very, very, very well. Yeah. And so, when I tell you, I understand that it's only been 12 hours into this head cold. I'm going to need a specific, this specific antibiotic or medication. I expect you to give it to me when I tell You're you to. You're like,
0: doctor, I haven't been on a 12 <laughs> Hours. Yeah. I can't. i I. I have the chills. He's and like. He, he's like. Drinks some water. glue some weight
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like. He was like. Well, we don't know if it's bacterial or if it's viral, so I can't really give you anything. I feel like you should just, give just me let both. it play out. And like, I will. On, I'll man. figure it out. Come on. I know. <laughs> so and then he And then I told him. You was were like, sick
0: for a. W- I only had COVID for probably a total of eight days.
1: That's wild, though, because. When I had COVID 2021, I was still sick for... T- I was sick for two months at that time. Oh, my
0: God. No, mm-hmm. even even when I had COVID the first time, this was the second time. It was... I mean, I was okay after about seven days, but I still probably could have stayed home to just rest. But I was fine after, like, seven days. Yeah, but you were also vaccinated when you had it. Yeah, I was... Vac- I, I wasn't been, when I got it. I have been vaccinated up the ass the yeah. entire time. And
1: I think... Sorry, I'm eating a delicious yeah breakfast fluid, sandwich. Shout out
0: fluid. fluid! I took some um, beautiful aesthetic pictures oh, too, good. so we'll post.
1: Super cute, so good. I absolutely love all of the workers here. They're so sweet. Oh my god, they're so sweet. Um, but yeah, so both of my parents um are obviously vaccinated, um and my mom she's diabetic, so she's already compromised. So she's gotten all of the boosters. Yeah, my dad didn't though. He didn't get all of the boosters, and so he got it real quick, real bad. Yeah. Um, and he is the type of person that never gets sick yeah. ever. He probably gets one bad uh, sniffle every six years. Yeah. Um, so when he's down, he's down bad. So <clears throat> now your parents are taking like World
0: War Three le- lethal efforts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and like my dad's biggest fear. Your dad just
0: bought a gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a germ gun.
1: Yeah, he bought a a, a nano. Uh, what was it? A nano with atomizer AM- or something they, like that.
0: They should be bringing those into schools. So really, genuinely.
1: Um, Too soon. A nano spray machine uh, with uh, hospital grade uh, disinfectant. So the pictures um, that you have of that, your dad is he's like, like so
0: fucking. He's like, yeah, this is it. Your thing. dad is like arm flexing this. <laughs> this. <laughs> And it's, and it, for, for listeners, if you are on the, the Chinese night routine, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Asian, no, those are Japanese, I think those are Japanese, right? What? I don't know, but it's where they come into their house, and they like, and it's all really quick, and they're like, da, 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 and they're like, taking off their shoes, oh, yeah, and yeah. they're yeah. like, doing their eggs, when they first walk in the door, and they spray themselves down really quick, that's exactly what mm-hmm. Papa Guyverson has. Yeah.
1: Um, and well, he doesn't, he doesn't fuck around because he doesn't get sick so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my parents are high school sweethearts. Um, they've gone through a lot in their lives. Um, and my dad's genuinely, I say this from the bottom of my heart, biggest fear is losing my mom. Yeah. Um, especially with her being diabetic. Yeah. Um, my dad does not know life without my mom. Yeah, I
0: mean, God, and I think feel like we've touched on this a few times on the podcast, but um, yeah, those people who have been together more than they have not yeah. I in mean, their life.
1: Genuinely they're I mean they the first time they ever met they were in third grade. Yeah. And then my dad moved away, his parents got divorced, he moved away, he came back uh, either freshman year or eighth grade, like somewhere around there. Um, and then my mom heavily stalked him um, into loving her Good and Lord, uh, I love it. Like her she for broke that. into his locker and she baked cookies and she got she got him. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, that's how she got him. Uh, and
0: I give credit because I don't have enough effort for She's anybody. She,
1: she, she wanted to be with him since yeah. Great, he hit her in the head with a tether ball. and she said, "That's my man." Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, they have spent literally ninety percent of their lives together. And my dad did not have a good upbringing; he didn't have a, a good childhood. Yeah, and um, neither did my mom in any means, but. Um, The route that my dad was going down, he was going to be dead by 25. Yeah. Um, And my mom, their love changed their lives. Aww. Um, So I completely comprehend and understand my dad's compulsion of of the nano atomizer. And just, it's not just about the sickness; it's like it's so much deeper. Yeah, absolutely. I, and my mom doesn't understand it. She was like, "She's like, we're fine." <coughs> she gets Dave, very annoyed.
0: What's your dad's name? Carrie. Carrie. We're fine, Carrie. And he's like <laughs> shooting her in the face with like hospital green. <laughs> inhale, babe. Inhale. Mouth
1: closed through the nose. Yeah, and uh, my mom gets very annoyed because she is so hyper independent and. Um, just superwoman in every yeah. fucking way. Um, doesn't need anybody. Doesn't want anybody. Doesn't want to need anybody. Yeah. And um, so she takes it personally when he tries to take care of her. Like she's like, stop patronizing me. And, and that's not at all what's happening. He's like, I just don't want. You I just, just want die. to love you and want to make sure that you're here tomorrow. Um, <laughs> so yeah,
0: but um, I love that. Well, my mom and papa. Um, Got, he was... My papa was, I think, 30 or 31 when he married my mama who was... oh mamaw. 19? You know, back in, oh, the, wow. back in the 60s, man. So that was uh, Yeah, he had uh, four kids. Uh, Fire? prior? Yeah. Yeah. Very, very tragic <laughs> incident. He was married... My papa was from Alabama. My mamaw was from Virginia. My papa was married to a woman in Alabama... And he had said, hey, the steel industry is huge up north. I'm going to go there to work. And mm-hmm. she did not want to go. They got a son together. I think his name was Johnny. He's still alive, too, I think. I don't really know that much about that situation. Um, but, um, and she said she did not want to go. And so he divorced her oh. for, uh, I mean, I think, it, I say he divorced her. I think it was mutual. Sure. Um, you know, and I don't know all the details of that situation. I can only speak on what I know of my papa, but he came up North. He, if I ever talked about this on here, it's a really crazy story. He met a woman up here, up North. Um, she had already had a son and they got married and had four children, which are, um, my aunts and my uncles. Um, she tragically in the early, Mid 60s, uh, killed herself. Oh my god, in the um, and her son in the home. Oh. Um, because she clearly had a lot of mental stuff, but she had cheated on my grandpa and got pregnant, and he uh had a vasectomy, uh, so she would have known that he knew yeah. that it wasn't his. Um, and so you know, left my papa a what is that, a, wid- a widower, mm-hmm. a widower, um, with four kids. Oh my god, and he was at the steel mill, yeah, know? he was. He was in Inland, um, and then he met my mamaw, who had moved up here with her sisters, or one of her sisters from Virginia, and she was 19 or something like that, and they got married. And so, you know, and then they adopted my mom in 67 or 68. I didn't know your mom was adopted. Yes, my wow. mom was adopted. Um, and so they got married think in like 65 or 66 or something like that. And when my mama died in 2000, she died in 2008 from being married for 40 years. And I saw, and I, and I lived with my papaw after that because I came back up here to go to college in 2010. Um, I saw the depletion Of Of his life? Life. Yeah. Not even just from age, but... That's exactly uh, what happened to my grandfather. Yeah. And it was... And I hate to say it this way, I probably thought differently back then just because I just wanted him. Because I had such a close relationship with both of my grandparents when my mama was still alive. But when she had passed and I lived with my papa. Such a close relationship with Mm -hmm. him and I remember you know I was in college I was young and I would of course do it all different um but it was just so hard for me to see that you know for sure and I would leave and he'd be like you be careful and I just always remember being like I'll be careful of you be careful and um but just I didn't understand it then but there was no going back no no like I was always like Oh, if he continues to go to church, if he continues right. to work in the garden, if he conti- there, There is just no. no going back after that. There isn't. Not with... Um, no, no. No. isn't. Not it. with being somebody with the same person for 40 years. Yeah, that's
1: exactly what happened with my grandfather. Yeah. Um, my grandma passed away from pancreatic cancer in mm-hmm. 2002. And um, he was previously... I don't know if he was married, but... Yeah, he was previously married. He had four children with a woman. Yeah. And they got divorced. He went into the Navy. Um, left the Navy. Met my grandmother. These like
0: story, like, are just crazy. And it happened
1: so fast. Yeah. Um, it's just wild to me because it was so normal for... For our grandparents to literally meet, meet, yeah. meet their partner one day, and in two weeks be married yeah. with a child on the way. Put that on Christianity. <laughs> so my grandfather <laughs> met my grandma. Um, she wanted nothing to do with him. Good for her. And um, we we used to call her. He 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 nicknamed the he uh, coined the nickname Cobra. She was a cobra. Oh. And, uh, she was a bad bitch, dude. Um, and she wanted nothing to do with him. He convinced her. Give him a shot. She did. Um, they got married. He whisked her from Connecticut to Indiana. Oh,
0: wow. Downgrade. Right?
1: Thanks. Thanks, (laughs) honey. And, um, they had five kids of their own. Mm Hmm. Um, How the fuck did they do it? Yeah. Oh my
0: god. They
1: they had. I think they had the first two. My uncles in Connecticut, and then when my mom, when my grandma was pregnant with my mom, they moved to Indiana. Then yeah. And I had my mom and my aunt. Yeah. Um. Wait, that's four kids. Um. Be careful to tap on
0: the table. I don't know. Oh,
1: sorry. Um. And uh, if
0: that's the bomb, you guys
1: were here yeah. just in case. Um. And um. They they had a they had a Midwestern life. Yeah. They worked. They he worked at um, Am General, okay. and um, one day she 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 wanted a job, so yeah. she went there and uh, she talked to. I think my mom told me that she talked to like the foreman or something, mm-hmm. uh, and she can she made him give her a job that day. And my mom told me, my mom just recently told me the story that, um, all the guys on the floor, um, like they were in the meeting or something and my grandfather was conducting this meeting and he was like, where are all my shop guys? And they were all on the floor looking at my grandma. Who's this hottie on the floor? And he goes What comes, was your grandma's name? My grandma's name was Barb. Barbara. Barb. Barbara. Yeah. Y'all met Barb? Mm-hmm. Ooh, Barb. Ooh, mm-hmm. She had, she had- White bleached hair. Yeah. I mean pure white, bleached hair. She drew her eyebrows on every single day, high as can be, beehive. Um, and he was like, "Where, where are all my shop guys at?" So he goes Checking out. Check out the your bitch, dude. Check out your wife. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "What are you doing here?" She's like, "Oh, well, I'm the new, I'm the new, I'm the new shop girl." Uh, yeah, she was the first, I think she was the first woman ever hired there. Um, and, uh, they, they worked together for the rest of her life. Um, she got sick very fast, Uh, actually around my birthday. Um, around, uh, uh, I think the week before I was born, she was diagnosed. Um, and. Oh, you literally mean your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, she, uh. When she passed, he was never the same again. Yeah. Ever. Ever. And, uh, we, he just became a recluse. Really? Um, because then how old was he when she passed? She was very young. They were, I want to say early 50s. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, Jesus. Like, there's not even like a, and trust me I hate to say this but the fact that my mama passed away when my papa was in his early 70s. Yeah. There there is oh God I hate to say it like this but there is a reality that How do I want to say? You know you
1: know what I want to say. I just don't want to sound cuz it's going to sound fucking rude. She didn't have enough life. They didn't have enough time together. Yeah. There there was so much more yeah. To their story that could have been. Yeah. Um,
0: and that's exactly actually how I feel about Evan's parents. Yeah. Um, 30 years just wasn't enough. Yeah.
1: Dying at 64 just was not enough. It, they're so young. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Um, oh, so sorry for him. And so I get it. I get, you know, now he has really, really bad Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, oh, he's still alive. My grandfather, oh, yeah, he I is. Know that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Um, he has very, very, very bad Alzheimer's and dementia. He's not the same person he yeah. was yesterday. Let alone five years ago. Um, but him being secluded and that trauma of losing his best friend and wife, I think, was what triggered it. Um, yeah, Evans. Um.
0: I understand that because Evan's dad went down, not that he's still not, but when um, Dana first passed away, Evan's dad turned into, like, I was like, I was, we weren't even married yet. Evan's dad got incredibly cynical. Yeah. Yeah. Incredibly. Yeah, like absolutely. He he would say stuff like, and Dana's been gone for three years now, <coughs> he, he would say stuff like... <laughs> Sorry. Um, man, just like, I will never, you know, when people's spirituality is their own, but they will never forgive God. Yeah. You know, like just, yeah. just very, um, very cynical
1: things. Absolutely. And so I mm-hmm. completely understand yeah. that. And I remember, um, he would know, even I would, say, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah.
0: He, he, he would even say stuff like, you know. I'm just here to like be miserable now for the rest yeah. of
1: my life. Yeah, no, my yes. grandfather was yes. the exact same. My, my, grandpa, my grandpa was the exact same way. Um, I remember um, scary. being a kid. I remember being a kid and there was a lady that lived down the street from him um, and who had known my grandma and my grandpa together. They were neighbors for many, many years. They watched my, my mom and her siblings grow up and um after a couple years after my grandma passed away um you know my grandpa didn't really he didn't talk to his neighbors he didn't he really rarely ever went out with, with like he used to be um he used to go to um there there's a polish uh restaurant in South Bend um, and he would go there uh, twice a week, every twice a week in the mornings, and have breakfast with all of his old work buddies. Um, and uh, he stopped doing that. Um, and but this lady, I remember, she started coming around to check on my grandfather, and he absolutely hated it. He hated it. Yeah. He felt patronized. He felt. Like he had to, um, put on a show for her. Um, he, he hated it. Um, and she tried to, um, like get him out in the community more and take him grocery shopping, you know, do errands with him, keep him company in some kind of way. And I remember my mom and my aunt, like, like dad, like it's time. Like you have every right to move on if you want to move on, or you, if you're interested. Oh, in her, do you think she was like hitting on him? Yeah, uh, we think so. Oh. Um And he, you know, there he still wears his wedding. There was to a couple women, and
0: listen, listen, good, yeah. good, good for your aunts, but there was a couple women who started from the church and started sniffing around my papaw, and I about lost my shit. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And he was, trust me, there was, that was long gone. Like he, that wasn't even going to be a thing. No. You know what I mean? But I, I
1: remember being like, the fuck? Yeah. Uh-huh. But no, I remember my mom and my aunt having that conversation with my grandfather of like, it. I don't know. It feels like a fever dream because I was so young, yeah. but I know it really did happen, and I yeah. can very clearly see the disgust yeah. in his face. Well, those, those and, things are realities. And yeah, and he was so um, taken aback by, like, he felt almost disrespected in it, yeah. and he felt that my grandma Barb was disrespected in yeah. it, um, and he still wears his wedding to this day. I do tell
0: Evan, I had said this to him recently, I said, you know, if something was to happen to me, um, I 100% do not give you permission. <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew it. He said, you just told me to be alone. I said, I, you will never marry somebody else. I do not give you permission. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you do. Mm. Well, I do. I would prefer you to be alone for the rest of your life. <laughs> you... I... If you ever got remarried, I would be very upset in heaven. In heaven. <laughs> I like that that's where you sue So going. then, here's my... <laughs> listen, it is. Um, here's my thing. What happens, like, when people remarry and they get to the other side and, like, reconnect with their loved one and it's like... <laughs> Here's, oh, oh, Mary meets Sally. And it's like, hi. We've yep. both seen the same wiener. I don't know. I feel like...
1: In my head... Let's take heaven out of it. Let's just say afterlife. Yeah. In my head, I view it as a... Like a... Thank you for reminding him what love was. Thank you for not allowing him to, or not allowing, you know, the partner to forget, you know, the simplicities and the joys in life. You're a better person than me. <laughs> and I, In agree, reality, though, in reality, would I want you to move on? No.
0: no. Um, but I, I'm also very that's the ego. weird about, right, that's... Because if I think about me and Evan's relationship, it has taken me a lot to let my guard down with my husband. Yeah. And so thinking about me not being here and all of that work that I had put into that motherfucker, yeah. go to somebody else. Mm-hmm. No, nah, it's just not going to happen, bro. So um, out of my narcissistic ways, um, <sighs> Women's History Month. That was a good month. It a good month. So we've you know sat here and talked a little bit about the women in our lives. Let's 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 do a general little recap. Um we had a man, we had a great lineup. Uh unfortunately, one of the inter man, because I had COVID, you were sick. Yeah. Uh one of the interviews um did not make it, unfortunately. Which is fine, because I can always give a lot of information about region roots and Northwest Indiana yeah. Food Council. Yeah. Um, I'm glad they, that I did
1: not still make that post, though. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. Because um, they do a lot of great things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the entire executive team of Northwest Indiana Food Council is women, because they've just started actually filling paid positions. Um, I th- which, correct me if I'm wrong which I should know this, but I don't region roots is the sister is the baby company to food council. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, But we had an amazing man. We just, we did a great job. Women. Yeah. I I just want to say women. Um, We started off with retro Rose, Erica, who is just a fucking joy. Like, and we have really, um, we have really become very close to her, um, which is awesome because we have gotten close and we've had, like, purchase interactions and stuff with her. Yeah. Um, and it, so she is really, you know, she's kind of um, allowed us into her inner circle a little bit. Um,
1: yeah. We are very lucky. Um, I definitely think that we have made a forever friend. Yes. Um, and uh, I'm excited for May, very um, it's not for sure yet. No, not for sure. But, but um, you might see us at uh, halfway to Halloween. Halfway to Halloween, hosted by Rogue Syndicate. Um,
0: you might have heard about it recently in the news. Uh, we
1: yeah, don't have to dive kind into of that history. now. Um, and uh, she asked us. Retro asked us to man her uh, booth uh, while she is with her husband, manning his own booth. At yeah. another event. Yeah. Um, but yeah, They're so that like would be really couple. cool. They are, yeah. they really truly are. Yeah. Um super cute. Love her. Um What was what was something?
0: I mean, it's been a while since we've done that interview now, but even it's been a while since that episode came out, but what <coughs> what was something that you got out of
1: that? Hmm. Um I think Something that I took away from that entire experience, um, two things. One is that, one, being personally for myself the most important thing because I am who I am, that I, it was a validation for me that I can seek out really good people yeah. Inst- instinctively. Yeah. Um, and that yeah. whole entire interview was just a... A solidifier that she is a burst of fucking light. <laughs> she truly fucking yeah. is, yeah. Genuinely, oh yeah. She is just a genuine, yeah, human being.
0: She's she, she is zero percent lesbian at, at Absol- any given at time, any point. We will not hold that against her.
1: <laughs> she appreciates a good looking woman, <laughs> yeah. But that's as far as it goes. Yeah. And she's um, adorable. She's just she's so fucking cute. Um. And very real.
0: Yes. I think it took her. Yeah. Because we, so we talked for about two hours. She stayed for three hours after. afterwards, that. which she was total. She
1: was there for five she hours. She was there for five yeah. hours. And it was amazing. It was so good. The conversation that we had before, we during, cried. and after. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I... It was, it was, it, was a, it was absolutely amazing. So that's the first thing that I took away from it is that, one, I I have great instincts of, of finding <laughs> okay, good people. cool for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I've let you into my life, so you're welcome. Um,
0: <laughs> well, I did what your papa did or your grandpa did, and I stalked your
1: life on the boardwalk. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, and the second thing that I took away is, it's also in relation to that, though, that... Because I genuinely think that because she is as honest and true to herself as she is, is how she has become as successful as she has. She is true to the bone to herself, to how she portrays herself to others and in her own business, Mm -hmm. to the... Generosity that she has, and the, um, the, I guess,
0: very generous. Yes.
1: Very generous. Absolutely. Um, and the dedication and loyalty that's what it is the loyalty that she has to her base, to her customers, to her relationships. Uh it's just it just speaks actions speak so much louder than words. I will always always advocate for especially that. in business. Absolutely. So the way that she ha- holds herself has just I think has propelled her as far as as far as she has come this far. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just it was such a great episode. It was a great interview. Um, we ended up having uh, Galantines with her, correct? Yes! Um, and uh, she's just... I love her.
0: I, I love, love her. her. I love her.
1: Um. But yeah. Um, what about you? What did you take away from that? Anything different than what I said? Um... Uh, All the same,
0: of course, uh, but definitely some a, a, a couple of things. A couple of things also. She was somebody who very successfully turned the pandemic into her bitch. Oh, absolutely! Fucking uh, yeah, this is how she popped off. Yeah, you're absolutely. She hey, yeah. hunkered down, um, and another thing is. You know, she definitely, we shared a lot of personal things with each other. Mm -hmm. I can't remember exactly what she said on the podcast, so I do not want to dive too deep into some of it, but going through some personal struggles, um, some health stuff here and there, her husband at the same time. um, It's really the epitome of, and not that men don't do it too, but they're, sometimes there's a different fire in women. Yeah. And she didn't let any of it stop her from doing what she had to do. Right. To make sure that, you know, her and her husband were okay. To make sure that they were both living their full lives. Um, And her and her husband, both of them, have very successful businesses. And, but there's just a fire that comes in women, that if we use it correctly, we are unstoppable. Absolutely. And she is very much a definition of that. Absolutely. Um, You know, you and I have talked a lot about our own personal things on here, our own mental health in certain areas, and it's very difficult. Um, It's very hard. And, you know, I do remember when winter first started, you and I were like, (laughs) <laughs> oh, winter blues, winter blues. Uh, but it's real. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very real. And I think you and I can be very honest with each other that, of course, we had a lot of stuff going on, you know, sickness and the weather and this and that. But I think we kind of, over the past month, month and a half, have just let all that get in, not, not get in the way, but like cover our eyes from what our we leaned are.
1: into it a little much we leaned
0: into we it. allowed it to yeah uh kind of yeah.
1: overtake a little bit and i
0: think we can both admit that yeah um but also there's something about women that we're uh, the majority of us are very introspective on a lot of things mm-hmm. and we're out of that yeah you know what i mean yeah. um i think women are more readily available
1: to hit the ground running than men are absolutely and i that's honestly part of the reason why they don't want it they they oppress women you know what i mean because we'll we'll
0: we'll ruin your life
1: (laughs) and we'll make we'll we'll burn it down and make it better yeah
0: yeah um but yeah erica just i literally have just no other word just for um just a sunburst of joy yeah um and then we were with jen uh jenny from the block (laughs) it was just about to think of that jenny from the block um God, I love her. You know what
1: she reminds me of?
0: A tiny little ladybug.
1: Okay, yeah, that too, that's fair. <laughs> um, she reminds me of Molly Ringwald.
0: I bet you would love that.
1: And, uh, like, but she, I remember Molly Ringwald being a mom in a show. And she reminds me of Molly Ringwald playing that mom in that show. Like, she was very funny, very yeah. crass, um, just... Not in your face, honest, yeah. but like tells you not what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. Yes, and yes. Um, that's just that's I just I just get that that she's a powerhouse. vibe from her. Yeah, she's she a powerhouse. Is great. Um, she is a tiny packaged powerhouse. I would, I think I was
0: surprised. I told you. I told you.
1: Um. Not i don't think not in her ability or in the work that she was that she has done um but i think i was surprised in the sense of the the life that she has lived in such a short amount of time holy shit like she's she i feel like i feel like um you know that movie with tyra banks she is yes she is <laughs> yeah, I know. but she's been she's been all of the she's been a doctor and she's been an astronaut yeah. and she's been <laughs> oh this you yes. know what i mean like she's been a dog walker i mean yeah. like that's jen yeah that's she has she's done dicks. all of it yeah. she's done all of it you,
0: you know what she and is she's
1: still doing she more. is
0: jennifer stockton she is jenny from the stock
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm also so jenny
0: from the stock um yeah, she is man, I just oh, and I actually haven't seen her a lot. Um work has been pretty busy too for the most part. I actually haven't seen her a lot since we did that. Um man, she just has a plethora of life knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, she's seen it all. Yeah. She has seen it all and she has somehow dealt with a lot of it mm-hmm. too. Because you can see a lot, but that doesn't mean you experience a lot, or that you learn a lot. Right? Yeah. Right. Oh, is Jesus piano player done? Has he
1: done? It's been very quiet.
0: I mean, he's taking a siesta. Maybe. Maybe he's taking a little break. Um, so and, and it, she was like just one of those people. Like she's just a fireball. Mm-hmm. She just comes in and just pew 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 pew.
1: Funny as fuck too. Fuck she's
0: very too. funny, dude very quick yeah quick quick Mm quick-witted um when you get one of those moms with a short little red haircut like that (laughs) she about to ruin your life boy um and she's a really i really enjoyed her writing um i'm very excited it's so cool to like meet people who like a published writer
1: like that's not just shit she's won awards yeah she's won like like awards yeah. for these things. Yeah. And, um, and the majority of her writing is based off of her own stuff. Yeah. Like her own life. Yeah. The things that she's yeah.
0: seen. Yeah. Um, and if you guys have not read some of the things that we had posted of her writing with that, I would definitely encourage you to. <laughs> there was even a couple that like even I just felt like connected to in my own personal ways. Um, but um, she's just somebody who. It's it's never I mean trust me, I'm not saying she's old. That's not what I'm saying whatsoever. But it's never not only is it never too late, but you can never stop doing well for your life and for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Her and her husband finally just settled into their new home. They yeah. have their three sons. First time home
1: owners. Yeah. 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 They is so exciting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, she had a lot of really good feedback and experiences on love and marriage and her and her husband have been together for so long. She's a fucking 80s <coughs> queen. Yeah. She could have been... We, we watched Teen Witch last night. She could have been in Teen Witch. Absolutely. She could have been top that. I was just about to say that. She could have been the top that girl. <laughs> she mm-hmm. could have been top that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, she is is great. Um, she's definitely somebody who I think we could do something with even in the future. Oh, yeah. Um, just like... Oh, I think he's getting ready to leave. Jesus Piano is getting ready to leave. <laughs> we'll have to follow him. I think he has his tags over there. No, he's taking it. Anyways. Instagram. No, Venmo. hm Spot- oh, he's on Spotify. Sorry, sorry Did guys. Did you see a name? No. Uh King No. <laughs> sorry. Uh yeah, man, they're one our ambiance. Um now it's just Nicole's voice. I know, now it's just my voice <laughs> and you chewing on your chips. Yeah. It's like ASMR for uh, idiots. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but she is somebody a little bit older who I just love to be with.
1: I think she is, um, and maybe that's why I get the Molly Ringwald vibes, is she's like, she is the perfect, she's the movie, movie big sister. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, what you... What you would want in a big yeah. sister. You know, she's got the life experience, yeah. non-judgmental because she's yeah. seen it yeah. all, she's, done it all. She
0: has seen it, she's fucked up, she's yeah. She is like a true woman guide. Yeah. And yeah. not even in like an offensive like way. She's just it's just her presence. Yeah. I know that if I was really dealing with some shit, like I could be like, Jed. Tell what? me
1: what's up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why I was so surprised. And she would drop everything. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I think that's why I was so surprised because I wasn't, it wasn't that I was expecting anything, but, um, I think it's just, I've never experienced a person like that. Um, and I think it's very rare to experience a person like that. Um, and I mean, here's this stranger in my house that I've never yeah. met before. It could I've done be that to you a few times. Anybody, <laughs> she could she could have been a, a horrible fucking person, and it could have been completely different. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's that's 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 more than likely what could have happened. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I, I was I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. In all the best ways. Do you
0: really think I would bring a psycho killer into your house? Yeah, you're there all the time. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but I know I would never actually kill you. Okay? And I also would never put you in danger, asshole. <laughs> you are the danger. I am the danger, but I would also catch a bullet for you. I know. Would I? I? I actually no. think I really would. <laughs> because yeah, if you actually died I'd feel really bad yeah. I would for the rest of my life think like I would have just thrown my body in front of that toilet. <laughs> it's not about you it's about it's about your ego and if you my ego you if I could live fancy. for the rest of my yeah. life um yeah, but if you just were grazed, I would be like, oh, she's fine.
1: <laughs> it's just a scratch. I was there. I was there. <laughs> I, I, I bandaged the wound and <laughs> did my part. <laughs> I took off my sweatshirt and I forgot
0: to put a tank tap under it today. Why do you Really? Are we just bellying we're just out? Bellying at <laughs> <laughs> we're in a public place. Put our white bellies away. No. Oh, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Um, yeah, so she's, she is really great. Um, and then you did
1: and then I did the, region you roots. Did the
0: interview with Region Roots <laughs> um, yeah love them to death now that is also a very powerful group of women in their specific area absolutely
1: two of them the were, knowledge yeah there was, the, there was there insane, was insane. <coughs> sorry excuse me um two of them were are actually um not only are they part of the board yeah but they are also farmers for the organization so now
0: now after that they are not a part of the board anymore and in virginia yeah. They're not a part of the board anymore. They were voted out. Okay. Normally, this is not they they weren't like veto. This isn't like the survivor. Because <laughs> they are paid member they, they are paid executives in Northwest Indiana Food Council. Okay. Northwest Indiana Food Council being a grassroots company, aka built up from the ground from the ground up, I think in two thousand sixteen um Ann and in virginia were founding members and it was board ran um because it's a non you know uh if you don't know what a nonprofit is it literally means what it says it's not for profit there is no fee for service right um and so they have ran the whole agency just by a volunteer board right. of directors and now because of grants and um, speed that the company has taken on or the agency um, and how much they are actually doing they have the ability to bring on paid employees so it's actually a good thing
1: that oh has, yes oh so it's, 100%. it's a positive thing that they were 100%. voted out
0: um, but they're not technically I, I think they will still sit yeah they will still sit in board meetings just being executives Okay. Um, but they have no voting rights um, you know nothing like that yeah. So um yeah it, and being on that board has has really been I've been on it since November. Um it's it's been very it's been very eye-opening. Um because coming from I didn't have a background in food until I worked in the child and adult care food program from 2019 to the end of 2021. And the child and adult food care program is a uh, federal nonprofit program that works on a state level, you know, with federal guidance yeah. um, for local child care homes and centers to um, f- to help feed the children that the that the child care homes or centers. Um, by like the types of food that they're feeding them, the menus that they are creating, and they get um, a portion of those meals reimbursed. Okay. Yeah, you don't get the full meal reimbursed. I mean, there's a lot. That's probably. I worked at Head Start. I've worked. Um, I've worked in a lot of you know social services nonprofits, and that program has. <clears throat> Like an insane amount of policy and guidelines.
1: Oh, they have to. I mean, it's federal. Yes. It's it's not. It's a because it is a nonprofit. Yes. B because it does.
0: They it's have just to go through though. so
1: many channels to be approved mm-hmm. for the program that it is, and and they're directly giving you money. So. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Right. So like all checks and balances have right. to be a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. So being in that for
0: almost three years Um, I think I had just missed three years before I left Um, and it was great it was a great experience I created a lot of um, community networking and I still keep in touch with um, that is my liquid death getting poured into Kayla's dirty coffee mug and she's gonna do it and But it was a really great experience and so I had come across the Northwest Indiana Food Council <clears> during that time and, uh, and even just I learned so much not even just on like a policy like federal yeah. level I learned so much about our community as a whole and the the issues that we have in terms of food and nutrition
1: and getting it out there yes yeah. like Food deserts, food insecurity, you know. I will never fucking forget Cherville. Ever. In my life. Ever. Ever. Wait, what? Um, Speaking of like food deserts and stuff. Oh, okay. uh, The fucking wild cabbage. Oh, (laughs) I will never fucking forget that.
0: Yeah, I I will tell that that story on my
1: deathbed. Yeah. That was wild. Wild. So we're. I'm sure. We, I'm pretty sure we've discussed I think we've this on. Randomly here. brought it. I up. think it was what? like the next week. Didn't you bring that up to them? I did. Yeah, and nobody laughed. I mean, they did laugh. But they were on me. Um, <laughs> it was
0: funny. I laughed. I, I was. Called. I was not on that interview, guys. Um, it was just me riding solo. Right, just solo. just riding raw, man, by yourself. Um. But yeah, I
1: will never forget Cherville. But um. I I think. You're absolutely right that there are so there are more challenges than opportunities yeah. to do yeah. the right thing for the community. Yeah. And it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. I mean, people
0: think especially for I mean, people might even think about this just living in America like, oh, food food's not an issue. Yeah. You is. need to it do some massively. fucking research.
1: And like, you don't know, especially you comparing go hungry every day. Literally, We are a very rich third world country. Yes. We literally are. That's literally how America is defined. We are a very rich third world country, Mm -hmm. Um, especially in retrospect to thriving Mm -hmm. European countries. There's a reason... We have the issues that we have because yeah. America is as capitalistic as it is. Yeah, everybody is out for themselves and their wallet. 100. Um, whereas in comparison, other thriving countries where everything is in walking distance, yeah. that everything is fresh. Yeah, they have and f- people they confuse, have regulations.
0: People confuse a full fr- a full fridge of. Like food, there's a big difference between just
1: food and nutritious food. Absolutely, that's exactly, yeah, absolutely. They're especially, especially, yeah, and especially in America, yeah, because in relation, in retrospect to other thriving countries where, um, obesity is not exactly. a disease, yeah, uh,
0: obesity is a disease <coughs> here because of food insecurity. When I was still in the food program, I was, like, a part of, like, a little, like, local council with um, the Northwest Indiana Food Bank. And I remember getting on a call one time, and this really opened my eyes to things, even personally. And I consider myself a very, like, diversified food person. Mm-hmm. I love trying new food. Yeah. Um, but food insecurity, do you want to look up the, like, the real definition yeah. of that real quick? Yeah. Is, um, is very real. Um, there's a big difference between uh, food deserts and food... In in insecurities, so I was on a call one time, and this might have been like COVID was already like a year Mm -hmm. in, or something like that. And we're on a call, you know, with the food bank and this and that, and we're talking about the issues that they're having, and you know, blah blah. And one of the guys was like, We we run out of like pasta and bread quicker than we run out of squash, yeah, because these people have. No clue, like literally don't know what squash is Mm -hmm. and have no clue what to do with it.
1: Um, So food insecurity uh, by definition is the condition of not having access to sufficient food or food of an adequate quality to meet one's basic needs. Quote, more than 800 million people live every day with hunger or food insecurity yes. as their constant companion. Yes. So,
0: just because you have a Dollar General right around the corner, they do not have fresh berries there. They do not. They do not have fresh squash there. They do not have spinach there. They have cookies. They have cakes. They have pasta. And so, people look at the obesity in this country. It's like, ah, oh, you greedy sons of American bitches. And it's like, No. We are food insecure with the food that we have access to.
1: And it's constantly getting pumped into our fucking yes. economy. Yes. And not only that, but looking even deeper into that because it is so, it is more systemic than I think most people realize 100%. or let alone um, accept yeah. um, because it has been, a, in a grand scheme of things, yes, it is food insecurity um, along with all the other things That you mentioned, but on an even deeper level, uh, a result of those things is the fact that it becomes literally ingrained into yeah. our DNA, yeah, to be obese the next generation, exactly because it fundamentally changes our DNA molecules and yeah. how our bodies build, is a generation, and then issue. the next generation has those. Fucked up DNA molecules, yeah. and are not even at a quote higher risk. They are predetermined yeah. to be obese because of those right. things. Right,
0: because there is a massive amount of research now, and this is no excuse. This is no oh poor as me shit. Because as me and Kayla have said before, you know we're fat bitches. Okay, nobody takes away from that here. Fat no. is not a bad word. It's just what what our fucking bodies are. But there is. There is now becoming a legit scientific connection as obesity, as a genetic disorder.
1: It is. No, it genuinely is. It is no different than being diagnosed with diabetes or congestive heart failure or depression or anxiety. It is literally ingrained into our DNAs to have these diseases because of... All of the things that you mentioned, yeah. because of the way that America has genuinely yeah. fucked their entire yeah. community,
0: and this is what agencies like the Food Council is trying to do: is they're trying to um, give knowledge and rewrite mm-hmm. that that narrative. Yeah. And clearly, they're
1: doing a good job because they're constant they're growing they they're are being growing. able to pay yes. their, their their workers um, they're gaining momentum and traction they're yeah. building with the farmers mm-hmm. they have raised thousands of dollars yeah. um, they you know they have events coming up on their website um, I really I, encourage you guys to check out Absolutely it's it is such an important Movement. Yeah. You know, you would never think walking in uh, in a shopping plaza in the middle of Sherville that their planters would be filled with wild fucking cabbage as a plant filler. Yeah. Like, that's Weird. just, that's so fucked up. That's fucked up.
0: Yeah. When, uh, you know, people in Gary Hammond East Chicago and not <coughs> even, you know, people who live in the general Northwest Indiana area they think about those as big problem spots it's not that they're not you know what's even a bigger problem spots these rural communities with houses in towns tens of miles apart yeah so they cannot walk around the corner they you know they they cannot like go to the nearest farm stand um so it's not even just an urban issue whatsoever um So, yeah, sorry, we had to, um, I mean, you, it instantly went to the next little second, but we had to pause to restart our hour. Um, but, but yeah, it's it's so much more important than people realize. And, you know, uh, it's going to make me emotional because working in that food program in Gary Hammond, East Chicago, which are our home areas, there are children in these daycares and children in these schools that the only, quote, full balanced meal will be at that daycare mm-hmm. or at that school. And this has nothing to do with shaming parents. People are working their asses off today. People cannot pay their bills today. Right. Um it, it was in the pandemic was so hard. I had parents and these owners calling me like we cannot find milk and they they it is a requirement to serve milk right at a certain one or they would not get reimbursed for the meal. Yeah. So um even at a percentage, they're not getting reimbursed for the full meal. So, you know, and then in inflation now, it's just it's just such a big issue and whether people want to believe it in this country or or not. Children are starving to death in this country. Absolutely. Whether it's starving for nutrition or it's starving for any fucking food whatsoever. Yeah. And so when I hear about these politicians, you know, there's a lot of stuff we can get in about politics right now. I truly don't want to get into it, but they are having conversations about, like, cutting, like, free school lunch and stuff like that. And it's like, you literally have no fucking clue what some of these children go through
1: each day to get a balanced goddamn meal and then, in the same breath, turn around and say, "Oh well, we we're gonna ban yeah drag shows because we care about our children."
0: Yeah, and we're gonna ban books because we care about the children, but we're not gonna ban assault rifles. No. Drag show, uh, drag shows, and drag queens are not killing children. Assault rifles are. Anyways, so we'll leave that there. Um, but yeah, North Indiana Food Council. They're 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 really doing great shit, and I'm I, I just I feel really lucky to be a part of it. Yeah. Because even when I left the food program, I didn't leave the food program because I was un, unhappy or I didn't like it. I just was ready for a different opportunity. Yeah. Um, I love. Lo- I learned so much, and I'm sure you did too, just based off of that. Um, I just love what they're doing and I just I love being able to like keep my knowledge some sort of knowledge base absolutely
1: it, it remains fresh yes yeah
0: yeah so check out Northwest, Northwest Indiana Food Council um, they're on Facebook they're on Instagram uh, go you know go to their website my, my pictures on there <laughs> with a little bio about me um,
1: yeah and we'll keep doing updates on them absolutely and then we finish uh, Women's History Month with uh, Della um, that was a virtual interview, which was great. Oh I absolutely God. loved doing that virtual oh interview. Um, it was very fresh. It was uh, f- fucking funny as fuck. Um,
0: I will never get over. Yeah, my husband was overseas uh, on a golf trip. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So nonchalant. Yeah. Like I love her. Um she it was like getting our own personal uh MC. Yeah. You know, like like a private showing. You yeah. know what I mean? Um and but uh she's bitch is popping. Everywhere. She everywhere. just did C2 E2. Yeah. And I, I swear, I I'm telling you, she said in her post that it was sold out. Mm-hmm. Um We were gonna go
0: for my birthday until I realized that. You, it was all in one. So you had to go to C2E2 to go to the show. Oh, and got it. And they were like 50 bucks. Like wow. standard. T- I'm like,
1: eh, sorry. We're
0: broke. Um, so we're going to the $15 one in South Bend on April 15th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we will link that. Yeah. Yeah, we, we will link that. Because um, we'll put this episode out. Yeah, you week. sell
1: out the main stage of C2E2. Yeah. She's,
0: she is great. Um, And she's... Um, she, She's a mom. She's a mom of young kids. And I think there's something so refreshing. And she's married. She has a good marriage. I think there's something so refreshing about a woman in comedy. Because let's be realistic. You know, women are like, oh, we can have it all. We cannot. But she is actually somebody who I see... Not that she has it all, but she is full throttle in a lot of areas. Different areas, yeah. Even her personal life. Yeah.
1: Um, and I also think um, with her being a woman in comedy, you know, you don't ever see um, men being asked, how do you do it all? You know what I mean? That's true. They're still fathers. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, because it's automatically assumed that their wife, that the mother, yeah. is taking care of everything else. Yeah. She's fucking shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And her husband's fucking pulling up the slack. Absolutely. As it should be. That's yeah. exactly how the fuck it's supposed to be. Supposed whether to be. you're a professional fucking com- comedian or you're a fucking boss bitch CEO yeah. or you are a small business owner or you're working at the grocery store, your yeah. partner is to take up the rest of that space.
0: I I tell Evan this all the time because we are on our baby journey. Um, I never, ever, ever want to fucking hear you say that you're babysitting our kids.
1: Oh, my God, no. That I get physically repulsed. Yeah. When you are a
0: parent, you are not babysitting. You are parenting. Yeah. You are being a parent. When I hear fathers say that, you never see a mom walking around saying, oh, my husband's at work. I'm just babysitting the kids. The fuck? No. She says, no, I'm being a mother.
1: Yeah. So I just think um, that she, yeah, she's just rocking her shit, man.
0: And we're going to go to her show on April 15th in South Bend. Um, Yeah, she was just like, and we did that recording, I think it was on a Thursday night. She was really a breath effect, fresh, fresh air. For
1: that whole week. Yes. Yeah. 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 Genuinely. I think
0: you and I very much left that and we were like, That was nice. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, Yeah. She... And just, like, to kind of hear the start of certain things. Yeah. And it just all seemed... It just kind of seemed like a little natural for her. Like, yeah, like, you know, I've always, you know, kind of like in, you know, turned in a funny way and, yeah. you know, and I mean, of course, a lot of comedy comes from uh, trauma. Oh, for sure. Um, That's why we're as funny as how right. we are. I'm hilarious. So funny. But I'm also on Lexapro. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it just evens out. Um and it, it just seemed so natural for her. And there's also another thing, too, was that, you know, not that there probably wasn't certain things in her career up until that point that she maybe would have felt could go quicker, but she's a mom of three. Their baby, their youngest just had her first birthday. Right. She's so fucking cute. Um, she's a big old ball head. She's cute. Um, but, oh, and when, we, when she started. I instantly knew I loved her. When she started, oh, yeah. when she started the teams with us or whatever it well, was, she's just breastfeeding. Like her baby's like trying to like just like latch, latch, and I'm like, you go, bitch, show them titties, <laughs> take them out, try to
1: see your titties. Um, and it was just great. It was just great. She was just effortlessly funny. She was just effortlessly on. Yes. You know what I mean? So I can, just having that personal, private interview, I can only imagine how funny and raw and uncut she is in front of hundreds of people. Which she's getting paid for. Exactly. Yeah. This was for free. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, of course, uh, thank you, Josh, for recommending her. Oh, absolutely. Um, Yeah, she was (laughs) totally great. And it was just effortless. Yeah. And just and just to hear her, you know, talk about her parenting and talk about her kids and um, talk about her, you know, experiences in that way. And um, nothing has has seemed rushed. That was like the point. Yeah. That I'm getting to because I think not even just as women. There is a point for all of us at a certain age where we just... We just want it all. We just want to be successful. And not only really
1: that... It's not even just like a, a we want it, but it's also assumed it that me? we have to. Yeah, Why isn't it happening for me? Like, I should be. I... I I should be here. I should be doing X Y Z. Yeah. Um. And I I remember being told uh, by one of my very earliest therapists uh, that should is could with shame. Ooh, burn. Um. And I I'll think that Peter. is um ingrained into womanhood yeah that is taught to us from birth from inception when i
0: hear like when i hear like 18 19 20 year olds like i'm just so ready to be married and be a mama i'm like why
1: (laughs) why i saw a I saw... An and interview. there's nothing wrong... There isn't... There's nothing wrong with, with wanting no, that. There's absolutely no. nothing wrong. But here's my... Here's here's my thing. You married at 20.
0: Thing. You're divorced by two You don't even five. know who the fuck you are. Yeah.
1: Your brain is You've developed. never even seen life... Yeah. ...outside of your fucking small yeah. fucking town. You have no idea. idea who you truly are. You might
0: are. be a lesbian. And a lot of them are. A lot of them are.
1: <laughs> a lot of them are. Um, but I saw this... this interview with uh with a woman she was 101 years old um and she had done everything in life she is she had she retired at 100 years old um being a park ranger yeah what's so great about retirement (laughs) Listen, we can't retire until we're 73 exactly. anyway, so... so 73 uh, and 83? Yeah.
0: So, we might as well just jump on that bandwagon <clears> exactly. now.
1: But she, she did this interview, and I saved it, it was, I saw it on TikTok, and, uh, thank God that TikTok has fucking expanded their goddamn story time telling to 10 minutes, because it was great, um... I hate part twos. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking finish it, bro. Just finish Um, her. (laughs) And uh, she did this beautiful interview, uh, just kind of like reflecting on her life. And this woman did not look a day over... Mm Um, which is saying a lot when you're 101, 101. (laughs) and she was full, she was cognizant, she was cognitively there a hundred percent, you know what I mean? Um, and she was just reflecting on her life and the interviewer asked her, you know, would you do anything differently? And she said, I would do everything differently. I, I would have never gotten married and I would have never had children. (sighs) Not because she didn't hate it. Not because she didn't love it. Yeah but because it had held her back from so much. She was expected to be mother, wife, and that's it. So, I'll have to listen to that. I don't I don't necessarily agree
0: with being honest and but I but if I was if I was her children and this is just me playing devil's advocate, her doing an interview and saying that, I would feel some type of way. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I mean. Listen, take out the marriage. That was your, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you chose that person. Um, but, uh, and I'm not taking away from her message. Right. I'm truly not. But I've also said many times on this, I have no regrets in life. She's yeah. clearly lived a full fucking life. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'll have to listen to that to get a better understanding of it. But. I appreciate the honesty, yeah. Uh, but don't shut your kids.
1: <laughs> I don't think that was the. That I, probably that wasn't was, like that the was intent, or I don't even think like, that was she probably the full said message. it
0: is like, like a learning thing absolutely. of like don't think that you have to fit into the the the, the mold quote unquote, like woman's role. Right. I agree with that one hundred percent. I agree with that. Um, that's why I still sometimes I'm I'm very. I'm very ready to be a mother. I'm very ready, but I. But then I also still teeter on like, dude, like we're only thirty one and thirty two. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Um. So part of me sometimes
1: is like, yeah, like I completely understand. Yeah,
0: completely understand.
1: Um, but I just thought it was beautiful, and I think, um, you know. Especially being 101 years old, you know who you are. You've seen it all. You've, yeah. liter- you've literally seen it all yeah. in 100 years. She, she literally has a clue. Yeah. <laughs> she literally has a clue. <laughs> uh-huh. She literally has a clue.
0: <laughs> Unlike us. Yeah. We've got about 70 more years to go before we get yeah. one. <laughs> I
1: don't know. It was just... It was beautiful to see. Um, and um, I think it was... Just refreshing to hear that um, an older woman who has had all the experience, has done all the things, kind of solidify my own thoughts no for sure i mean for sure and that's a very different message for you and then i even started to i remember i i watched it and then later that day i was doing my dishes and um i used to do my dishes while i was listening to music and then one of again one of my earliest therapists was like try doing dishes without doing the music like let your mind wander. Because when you're doing dishes and you're listening to music at the same time, you're distracting yourself. Okay, well, bitch, maybe I need a fucking respite. Right. Like, <laughs> but um, it was it was uh, it was like a mental health thing. Yeah, like, but like I get, allow your mind to wander. But I get the sentiment. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so I was I no longer do that. I no longer listen to. I, I rarely ever listen to music while I do the dishes. Um, and I was and it and it's time for me to reflect on that day yeah. genuinely. Um, and I just remember washing my dishes and I was like thinking about. Um, my own sentiment and having children and stuff, you know, and my own personal wants and not and just wants, you know, and I I think and I came to this conclusion that being with TJ and having him as my partner and him not wanting kids has given me the freedom and in solidifying that I don't want kids I don't feel guilty for not wanting kids anymore I don't I don't feel guilty for not uh, to, to not um Convincing myself that I want kids. I don't feel guilty that that's not my journey, that I yeah. never wanted that, that reflecting yeah. that I don't have to lie to people in my life of, oh, I've always wanted to be a mother. I never wanted fucking kids. And I,
0: I truly, and I give you so much credit because you're going to, you're a great aunt and, and I'm a bomb and aunt. you're going to help me deliver my baby. I, I, I helped my and, sister.
1: I caught that kid.
0: Yeah. She imprinted on me. I mean, I'm, I'm not pregnant yet listeners, but my sister is pregnant. Mm-hmm. Baby Sunny Joe is coming. I know, little girl. I don't think we. I, I don't think we've recorded since that. Um, like me and you, but um, you are definitely an example for me to aunthood. Mm. Like, you know, I have other nieces and nephews. Yeah, but they live far away. So like, right. The you can't experience that. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, I think that that is amazing that you were able to meet somebody who helped you feel comfortable enough because i i think not i i think as women we settle uh yeah we, we settle for jobs we settle for men uh we settle for lifestyles um but i have been in the opposite position of somebody who has not always wanted kids i realized in my early 20s I wanted kids. Like, I, I always said that I never wanted kids because I was so insecure that I thought that nobody would ever want to have children yeah. with me. Um, but then I dated somebody who said, I don't want no fucking kids. And I would drop you off on pa- Planned Parenthood's doorstep with $500 if you ever got pregnant. Damn. Yeah. And he's a Republican. So let's. They all are. Listen they all are. Listen to they me. They all They are. all would do the same fucking thing. Exactly. Pen. So um, it, it took me being in that instance with him to say. Whoa. I want children. Yeah. Um, oh, and then I, I, I think I forgot to tell you this. That relationship was, what am I now? 31. Oh, listeners just had a oh, birthday Oh, yeah, she just show. had a birthday. Um, Kayla officially has a full-time job for the first time in two years. <laughs> we actually celebrated last night. It yeah. was great. At, end of the night at Kaylee's watching Teen Witch. Top that. It was great. Um, I was a little tipsy. Yeah, she was, actually. It was fun. It was really fun.
1: Um, but, I ran home. Did you shit? Yeah, and then I shit made this morning, and then I uh, and then I literally passed out. I I was just I was (laughs) done. I was I was spent. (laughs) We were spent. Yeah.
0: Um. But his that god. How old old was I? Twenty four. So seven years ago, six seven years ago. Um. His best friend recently just added me on Facebook. Weird. I know. And I had a moment of like, eh, but his best friend was always a really good guy. Yeah. Um. And I was like, ooh, I had like a weird like. you know, so just cringy. Yeah, it was like hmm, no, but his, yeah, he. Uh, I don't even know how close they are now, but um, always a really good guy. So I was like, oh, I, I was really like this person. But um, shout out to him. You knows who you is. Um, come on the pod. Let's talk about. It.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we would love you. <laughs> Let's teach you a few things. <laughs> no, he was always a really good guy. He yeah. not the ex. Oh, okay,
0: uh, man. It would You know what though. Evan wouldn't like it, clearly. Mm. But it would be baller as shit to have one of our exes on this That's pod. true. I could 100% do it. I would never. I fucking would. I would never. But you had d- different experience. Now, this this guy actually did put his hands on me. Um, I don't think any of those people know that. Um, he did put his hands on me at one point. Um, and there was a few other things that had happened that were very unacceptable. Um, so... But even then, um, I think that's a part of healing for myself is to be able to be in the same room with somebody. That's how I kind of think about that stuff. Yeah. But anyways, so what the fuck was I saying? Mm,
1: Man, it took attention. you to be with oh, somebody. Yeah,
0: yeah. It took me to be with him to be like, no, I think I actually really want this one day. Um, you know, and then Evan was like, oh, like day one, he's like, I'm going to put 17 children in you and can't, can't get one. Um, but he's also like, one's okay, maybe two. Uh, yeah. So we just had a great experience yeah. in the month of March. Um, let's kind of start to wrap this up a little bit. Not really, but kind of. Um, what are your thoughts on being a woman? Did we ask this
1: to each of our peeps too. Which they all had. Very good answers. Yeah. Um, Very good insight there, Um, especially in regards to being working women and um, the majority of them being mothers and just doing it all. Mm -hmm. Um, I think for me, being a woman is top tier being a woman is end game being a woman it's beginning and end game (laughs) it truly is we
0: are there is no world without women
1: and the oppressors of women know that yeah and i i don't know where this comes from i have always been this way i will always be this way um when I even when I was in diapers I was the, I, I was this way. I remember having such strong feelings about these things and um, I can talk about this for days and just the importance of, this conversation, yeah, of these conversations, whether it is womanhood, whether it is um, the state of our communities and the food deserts, and yeah. here's here's the big picture: all of those things are related to each other. Yeah, every single yeah. one of those things has a direct line to something. Yeah, and that something are the oppressors. Yeah. There's no... There's and no there other fucking... There exa- are
0: um, There are a big majority of women who are part of that oppression also.
1: Absolutely. Um, um, and... And I don't <coughs> hate you, I pity you. Yeah. Um, it is the most disgusting form of Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and... Um, I will never shut up about it. I will never keep my mouth shut. I will never be nice about it. I will never be understanding or passive. Um, I will continue to speak out about it. I will continue to educate and be mean and be loud and be frustrated because that is our right. And I will continue to be... An ally, I will continue to be a good neighbor, I will continue to be a good friend and a good person for the women that have it worse than I do. The women of color, black women, people of color in general. We, I am not saying that white women are the heroines of the story at all. Women of color, black women have always had it right. They have always had it right. They have always had the right answer. They have always got it right. Yeah. Yeah. We have a very special place and opportunity to use this setting, to Mm -hmm. use our voices, to shut the fuck up and let them talk.
0: And I also want to rewrite the narrative on the term feminism. Um, you know, my sister is having a girl and, uh, my sister has for 26 years, very much been in her own bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we found out she was having a girl and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to like get her like, you know, like all these books about like strong feminist mm-hmm. women and she's like feminist, you know, and, and I'm like, you're, you're not understanding.
1: You know, she being born, she's already at a disadvantage. Yes. And so we have to, it is literally our jobs and our responsibility to reintroduce and reincorporate the notion and the idea that we are the Cleopatra's of the world. And We, we have every born right not because we're women but because we're human beings. Yeah. Men don't have these issues. Men yeah. don't have to fucking argue yeah. and debate that we have a right to our right. bodies. Right. Ex- exactly. Nobody's telling you to They get it right out of the fucking game. Fucking penises. Um cuz I do the exact same for Jordan. Yeah. I do the exact same for Jordy. You saw the book when we had the uh sleepover. I got her this book and it's about um Different cultures and their uh, myths about the strongest women in those cultures. Yeah. And I do that as often and as much as I possibly can. Yeah. Um, Jordy will tell you that you were made of magic. Yeah. That you are a superhero. That you, you can do anything and be anything because that is what we have installed in her. Yeah. She will not ever fucking comprehend or accept the fact of anything less. Yeah. Ever. Because we don't allow her to.
0: And that is, I think, now the generation that we are bringing into this world. Um, you know, if we look back at history, because I took a few women's studies courses mm-hmm. in college. Same. Um, there are, like, the th- I think there's four current like integrated waves of feminism. hmm and all of them are not the feminism that women are trying to put out there today. Right. Um, there were, I think, two, two <coughs> of the waves. Like, it's, it's either... Is it the third? I, I have to look it up. But uh, a couple of them were very, very negative. A couple yeah. of them were men-hating. Yeah. Um, were, like, kind of women-hating at the same time. Absolutely,
1: yeah. Um, but that is not what... That's not what true feminism is. True And feminism it's also not what true feminism ever was. It meant to be. Correct. Once again, we ruin things for ourselves. Well, um, yeah, we're human beings. Right. Um,
0: and so the true point of feminism is for women as a sex and a species to be able to have autonomy over every aspect of their world. Yeah, including their body, including their jobs, including how they put themselves out there, including their money, and including you know what kind of clothes they right. wear. Um, in terms of safety, in terms of respect, it it is the autonomy to be your own owner of yourself.
1: And I will actually take it a step further. I think true feminism is even for men too. Is is for is for yeah. everybody, no matter yeah. what you identify as. Yeah. It is true. In Total autonomy yeah. and complete control over your life without being the My, subject of right, everybody else in your business. Right. I don't give a fuck what men do,
0: I don't give a fuck what the majority of people do as long as you're not hurting anybody else. Right, actually, I don't give a fuck what anybody does. It's not even that well, I care what pedophiles do. Um, yeah, I, I, I care what pedophiles yeah. do. Yeah, <clears throat> sorry, wow, first time I was in a minute, say, yeah, in a minute. So, um but to me, that is the true calling of feminism. Yeah. Is that you just let people be. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, and that is what I would like a lot of people, because people who don't understand that is are, are, are people who are afraid of the term.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that they're... There, I don't think I know there are there, are, there is stigma against just the word, yeah. Um, and I remember, um, you know, TJ and I, he doesn't have, um, uh, a lot of experience of being with somebody who is who who is me. He, oh, you know, bro, what I mean?
0: you and I can so, talk about that shit all fucking day, yeah.
1: and so he. He has seriously, I, I take pride in him being open to these conversations oh because he, he, yeah. I, it's not that he is, he's been ignorant. Yes. I'll give him that. Yes. He's been ignorant, but I think a lot of people are. Yes. That is not a dig at him no. in any way. It's not, it's um, not a derogatory just, term. No, not at all. It's very similar. That is just.
0: Yeah. Society. Yeah. As a general. Sometimes, you know, Evan and I have been together for four years. So and and I have and I have said this. My <clears throat> husband uh, is more of a conservative individual yeah, than we I am. Yeah, have said that. Yeah. Um. And but here's the thing, Evan will say something sometimes that instantly make my panties wet. <laughs> like honestly, yeah. Like that. why do they give a fuck if somebody wants to get an abortion has nothing to do with them? And I'm like, oh my god, oh, daddy, my god.
1: daddy they gave me a baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not gonna abort it. Same. So. <laughs> Um, when it was a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago, um, that, you know, when things genuinely hit the fan, yeah. um, in our country, um, and I had an existential fucking crisis. For the eighth time this year. Right. Um, and I remember TJ calling me and he's like, what's going on? Like I was had full blown fucking panic attack oh, yeah. about being a woman in this world. Yeah. Um, I've done that with Evan a few times. And him being a man and also him being who he, he is in the experience or the lack thereof experience. You'll he will be fine. We'll be fine. Right. Um, uh, that's what I was expecting is, oh, everything's going to be okay. He didn't. He didn't do that. Evan he, did that the first time until we had a deep conversation. Yeah, same. Um, because this obviously wasn't the first uh crisis that I've been through, um, with him. Um, but he, he shut up. He let me talk. Yeah. He let me explain. And then, um, a couple days later, maybe two weeks later, um, he and I have been talking about, you know, where we want to be in the end. Um, because I have very much so tried to convince him to leave this country with me. Mm -hmm. Um, and, it is not realistic for him, and that is something that I understand. Um, and that is if I have a chance, I will go, I will leave this country. Um so his he asked me, he was like, I want to do research with you of where is the safest place for you? Mm-hmm. And that was aw. It is equally sad and frustrating that A that even has to be a conversation. Mm-hmm. But it was heartwarming that he Yeah. He
0: listened. You know, that's yeah. very rare. Evan and I had to have a very similar conversation about medical needed abortions yeah. as we discussed having a child
1: because that's a risk having a child is a risk
0: yeah um what we would do where we would go out of indiana you know we're lucky to be right by chicago right um and so it yeah it was it just was a very um i don't even know the word i want to use it it's not easy um but it was necessary. It was it's necessary. a necessary
1: conversation because this is the reality. Right. It's it's a it's the reality that we right. live in. Um, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, we've we've been doing the research and um, we have come to a consensus. And uh, I I just think it's so important to have those conversations yeah. with the people in your life. Yeah. Um, I
0: don't think Evan would ever leave the I mean he doesn't even want to take a vacation out of the country and I you know there's certain things that you just have to respect about your partner. Yeah. We couldn't even leave Indiana currently because of his family status. Yeah. Um which I have to respect. Yeah. Um you know my husband has made a lot of concessions for me. Um in our relationship and in our marriage right. um in terms of sacrifices and you know that's been a very hard thing even for me I've had to put my own ego aside like he has for many years at right. this point for me um, and sometimes that means very difficult decisions. Swallowing it. it yes. is the hardest part. Yes. But I think that that's the turn, the turn of the coin for me as a woman too compared to what you said and I'm there's a lot of times where I'm very indifferent about a lot of things. Um, the majority of the time, don't get me wrong. Would I choose to be a man? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, but I, I many times maybe because I don't think about it enough. I just feel indifferent about being a woman. I mean, I love, I love being a woman. But I, unfortunately, sometimes I'm getting better as I'm getting older. I'm unfortunately a lot of times feeling my own discomfort in this world as being a woman. And I don't know if that's... It's thrown on your face every day. Right, right. Um,
1: Yeah, so... It literally gets slapped in our face every day. Right. It is a slap in the face every fucking day. It is a constant reminder that we are less than. Right. Yeah. And, you know,
0: even even if I think of my own role models as women in my personal life, how do I, god damn, how, how do I say this? I have a lot of women that I look up to, Mm -hmm. but in my interpersonal familial life, I feel as though because of who I am, I am the woman that I look up to who has made the majority of strides and leaps and bounds compared to others. Right. Um, you know, I haven't really talked about this a lot out there, but currently my mother and I don't have a relationship. Right. Um, we have not spoke since August of last year. And before that, it was very, uh, hit or miss from probably June or July, um, so maybe a lot of my feelings also come from that, which would Sorry. be very normal. But there was a point, There, there's something about being a woman. <sighs> when you have certain instances and in certain traumatic upbringings, and I love my mother to death. Right. I would do anything for my mother. Um. If she... I'm just. I don't know how I don't know how much I want to say about this, but um, if she just shut the fuck up, that's fair. Um, and I have truly had to. <sighs> as a woman, your mother, even as a boy, mm-hmm. your mother is your first
1: intro to this world. Yeah, and like it's your first. Raw understanding Surely. of love. Yes. And and a glimpse into that. They yes. S- like, that's where your first understanding of... It should... It's supposed to be your first understanding of unconditional yes. love.
0: And so, if you would have asked me five years ago, even a year ago... And I want to preface this by saying that I think my mother is one of the strongest person that I've ever met. Because she is, in many ways. But as i have set these boundaries maybe we can do an episode on boundaries one sure. day i think it is very mm-hmm. important in any interpersonal relationship in your life oh for sure um as i have set boundaries over you know the past few months almost a year on certain things i have really come to think about a lot of things and while my mother is on, to the i To the blind eye, a very strong woman. Um, She's been through a lot of things. Um, She's, you know, quote unquote, overcome a lot of things. But the foundation of that is very cracked. Yeah. Um, And it's been a hard revelation for sure. Um, I would love nothing more to have the most understanding, loving, open relationship with Mm -hmm. my mother um but we are not at a point because of lack of understanding of right. respect and boundaries yeah. um that we cannot do that. And it's hard. It's it it's very hard. Um I've had some very big difficulties over the past few months mm-hmm. uh, with family and but this is also the first time in my life where I have ever truly set boundaries and walked away from people. Absolutely. And um, I'm not saying it's easy, I'm not Mm -hmm. saying it's for the weak because it's not. Um, I miss my mom every day. Um, But I have literally had to because what I thought was my projection of womanhood and feminism and being a woman in this world based off of the way that I viewed my mom and the way that I interpreted my life in terms of hers and the things that I did mm-hmm. based off of her and her teachings and her life are not correct. Right. Um, and I, you know, over the past year, probably even before that too, if I'm being very honest, where I was seeing things, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't something I needed to address at the moment. Mm-hmm. I've had to shift my thinking in terms of myself in this world as a woman because of the reality of who my mother is. Yeah. Um, and that's not easy. No.
1: That's probably um, one of, if not the most difficult things to do as a child. Yeah. Because we have instinctively, it's just human nature to have a warped, whether that be good or bad, yeah, it's usually good, a warped view of our parents. They are yeah. our heroes. Yeah. That is our first introduction of unconditional love. That is they are they're superheroes, they're super they're superman and superwoman. They yeah. are on a pedestal from a very young age for a reason. They are providers. They are supporters. So, growing up and distancing yourself from that warped reality is soul crushing. It can be very soul crushing because you realize A, there wasn't real unconditional love there. There were conditions. Yeah. It was conditional. Yeah. Um, and my mother
0: would do anything for me except respect my boundaries, yeah, or even hear why a
1: boundary needs to be set exactly. there was no respect, yeah um which you're not alone in that. you and oh. I have, have talked about oh, this yeah. so we have very um are well I guess not very similar, but um similar experiences in our childhood and our upbringings and all of those things Mm -hmm. so like we've talked about this in our own views because of certain things (coughs) absolutely yes Um, so it's just um, it's easy to relate to um, where you're coming from but it's it is it's so crushing because you're coming out from childhood into adulthood and that the moment you become self-aware is when your life changes. Yeah. And
0: it's It's very hard. Oh god, why the fuck am I crying? It's okay. Um it is hard. It's heartbreaking. Right. Because also as I think about having children and this is a woman mm-hmm. thing too, what I have to think about what kind of mother I want to be. Yeah. And there are so many...
1: which we've many, talked about this about, yes. about with
0: Kayla, too. Yes. There's so many qualities of my own mother that I cannot wait to embody for my children. Yeah. But there are also a plethora of things that I do not want my children speaking about in therapy one day that I have. Right. Um,
1: yeah, so... And that's on self-reflection, that's on growth, that's on, you know, I think it's also very hard because once we do reach that self-awareness as an adult that we also, it's very easy to make excuses for those people that, you know, we are starting to review in our mind and we realize that As much as we are human and we make mistakes that our parents were human and they make mistakes. They were just kids growing up and and doing, quote unquote, the best that they could with what they had. But at the same time, flipping the coin there is you have choices. Yeah. Everybody has a choice. Nobody put a gun to your head. Even on those days, when somebody has a gun to your head, you You still still have have a choice. choice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: So when I think about womanhood... I think about my own current journey.
1: Yeah, you have Um,
0: to, and the space that I'm in, all the way around. Um, You know, and uh, this pregnancy journey is probably a bigger reflection on that than I want to choose to admit. Um, You know, because uh, that is a biological function, functional point of our body. To be able to carry and birth a child. Right. Um, And I'm talking biology. I'm not, you know, and, you know, not having that happen super quickly. um, Taking away all the exterior things, you know, I've talked, Evan is rarely home and he started his own business. So that has a lot to do with it too. So it's like. You kinda of hope that it happens on the few amount of times you get to have sex with your husband. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, I'm I am currently very indifferent on on womanhood. But I will say this. That That's is fair. why yeah. That is why this series was so Something I pushed hard for us to do big time. I mean, I, I don't mean push hard like you didn't want to do it. Right. But, like...
1: It was my idea, bitch. Was what? it? Yeah, it was.
0: Oh, Motherhood was mine, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Well, that's another big one, too. <laughs>
1: um, Which I'm, I am... Uh, I'm interested in. I think yeah. it'll be a very good... We uh, A very good series for May. Yeah. Um, I think it will... Um, not changed my view at all. No, but um, that's not the point. That's not the point. Um, but I think it'll be very, um, in retrospect, I think it's going to be very comforting for you.
0: And I think it will be very eye-opening for you in a lot of ways. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're going to hear a few very different stories. Yeah. Um, which I'm excited about. But, yeah. So that's where I'm sitting with womanhood
1: being a woman in this world like anything it is fluid yeah there are learning curves there yeah. are experiences that you go through there are situations that change womanhood and the understanding and the feelings towards womanhood it's not linear it's not just no. like healing just like growth just right. like life in general right it's not linear
0: Yeah, so um, this whole series was just really great. Um, I'm so glad we did it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very refreshing.
1: And I'm so glad that we found the people that we did to incorporate into this series. Yes. Um, I think it was not out of luck. Um, I think we orchestrated that very well we had our intentions were were set our because the idea that we had going into it, how we wanted it to come out, all of it, I think the people that we chose it was divine timing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um I definitely believe in
0: you know, manifest destiny and stuff like that yeah. and uh I don't know if I believe in necessarily that term. I just believe that all the good things that will work out should should work out well. Yeah. Uh, Okay. That was good. This is our first time in a minute.
1: A long time. Sitting
0: down and talking. Um,
1: We hope you guys learned something. We hope you guys thoroughly enjoyed the interviews that we did. Um, I know that Nicole and I have learned a lot from these women. Um, I hope to um, move forward in life with the positive mindsets that they have. Yeah. And just the genuine hope um, uh, of a positive outcome in life. That you know, these are strong women that have gone through a lot of different trivial things and have come out on the other side with a huge smile on their face, yeah. with gratitude, with thankfulness, with um, prosperity and generosity yes. for the people in their lives. Yeah. Um. I'm. My knees are getting. Uh. Are getting tingly. So I know that I'm talking to the divine now. Um. And. Uh, <laughs> My um, ass hurts from this chair. Um, these are a lot more comfortable than Aftermath. I'll give it that, though. Um, yeah, we were there for a last <laughs> I'm night. pretty sure my ass chair is bruised from yesterday. <laughs> um, and uh, But I hope that our audience also felt the same way, that they felt connected to these women, that um, they learned something about Women's History Month, that they mm-hmm. were able to, even in their own right, Find a piece of history or information, mm-hmm. or or something that they were not even taken aback by, but pleasantly surprised about, mm-hmm. um, like we were. And um, I just I just hope it was as good as a month for everybody else mm-hmm. as it was for us, um, because now mm-hmm. we're entering April. Um, we don't have any interviews for this month. It's just going to be Raw Dog and me and Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> And keep um, back to the basics. Yeah, um, I think this will be a very good refresher month for us. Yeah. Um, and as we uh, interview for May, um, and uh, I think I I think we're on a good roll. Yeah. Um, I. It's gonna be a great month. I really do feel Trump it. Trump got indicted. <laughs> Yeah. Katie, and I have a job. And you have a job? And uh, you just turned 31. There's celebration. Yeah. There's hopefulness. It's I'm a new so year wise. for you. I'm so wise. Um, <laughs> you, <laughs> Yeah. um, and I just, um, we're, 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 we're going to start talking about books again. Yeah. Books? Yeah. Um, uh, actually, um, I was at TJ's, uh, this past weekend and, um, we moved rooms. So we were in the basement and now we're upstairs. Um, and I don't know. It feels almost like we're playing house and I kind of love it. Um, yeah, wait till that feeling's over. (laughs) Um, and, uh, it, we have talked, we've, we've been talking a lot more about, um, our next step. Oh shit. As, uh, you know, because you know, TJ has chronic illness and we are still getting to the bottom of it. Um, he told me, you know, we, you and I just talked about this. Uh, even you said it, you said it last night and that kind of, um, I was like, Oh, okay. Maybe this is the universe telling me that this is re- like, it's going to be by the end of this year that he's going to get better. Yeah. Um, so it's, I don't even know where I was going. Um, just good. News. Uh, yeah, and um, new season. We're in a new season. Yeah, and um, but yeah, we've been talking a lot more about you know next steps and where we want to be, and that brings a lot of hope for the future. And I just it wasn't there before.
0: Aww.
1: So I'm just grateful and. Well I did just Happy. think to
0: myself I, I will let you know this If it brings you any comfort as a woman Um I did just think like Why Why do I feel like such shit today I, I need a wax So oh, are you itchy? Are you itchy? I'm not itchy I'm just feral <laughs> Yeah Um Yeah so if that gives you any hope That there's always a, a quick fix Yeah <laughs> Just get a wax <laughs> Just get your asshole waxed.
1: <laughs> I Listen, my laser appointment's coming up in a couple days. Yeah, so. she gets
0: lasered. I prefer to have hot wax put on my cooter and then ripped off. Yeah,
1: I would just rather go. See, you have to do this for the rest of your life as long as you choose to get waxed. Mine is... uh I'm so sorry. I do have a reservation. Oh, well, that's okay. Uh, we're we'll getting kicked that. out. Yeah. Uh, which, that's fair, because we're 17 minutes over. We are. Um, and we're going on hour two of this. We so, are. Uh, yeah. But
0: this has been great.
1: Kayla's going to cry some more. Yeah, I'm just um, emotional.
0: And we will fucking, we'll see you guys next week. We'll awesome. see you guys next time. And the time after that. And the time after that. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.